This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Our sons and daughters. Randy Tobler hosts the Randy Tobler Show. I know. I was going that to was ask. Randy? <laughs> I was going to ask Randy who's hanging out with us. Does that make you cringe or smile? Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> That's great stuff. Uh, welcome to the show. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Randy Tobler hosts the Tobler Show weekday afternoon starting at 4 here on the radio station. Is joining us. <laughs> Bell is back. Producer Hannah back next week. Chris Mitchell is in for her. There is John Marsh. Brian Howsworth running around. So the weather will start to see this, uh, some of the snow. Even freezing rain in parts of, uh, of the area. Authorities are telling us to tell you, please be careful. Uh... It's going to be net. And here's the thing. It's not the snow. It's the wind, power outages, lack of snowplow drivers is a big thing, too. And that's why they're saying, hey, give yourself some extra time. Here's the info. But it might be helpful if you can do some of these things. Uh, Pro tip before we uh, move forward. I had never, ever heard this before. And it's interesting because we had a text from Travis. He says, I'm driving from Holt Summit to Columbia. Defrost has been on for half an hour. Uh, but the, uh, uh, I can't get my windshield, uh, windshield. It's freezing still. Right after that, we get a text from listener. I had never heard of this, Randy. If you are having problems, if your defrost isn't keeping your windshield thawed properly, flip the sun visors down. And apparently, so if you're envisioning, if you're in your car right now, uh, and maybe don't try this while you're driving. Is this like the blinker fluid thing? <laughs> I'm afraid that we're getting punched. <laughs> Buck, bucket are, of steam. Are you sure? We need a left-handed bacon stretcher. Pronto. Where is it? It's downstairs <laughs> by the bucket of steam. Uh, Muffler bearings. <laughs> I, I can see this, though. So if you put your windshield things down, uh, Randy. Uh, your you know, sun visors. Sun visors. And if you're blowing hot air up the windshield, wouldn't it hit that visor and then back bounce, bounce back to the windshield? I mean, that's what Gary's saying, I think. Does that, that make it sense holds to you? the hot air closer? Yeah, it's a convection oven. You've created okay. your own little convection oven. That's what, that, I mean, it's brilliant. What a smart audience you have. Yeah, you learn that's something. Great. You learn something new every day. Or you can just, you know, scrape with your credit card. Like Brandon does. <laughs> now that's something. That's a trick I do. I, it, it probably won't work in the wind this uh, this fall, snowfall, but I will take and if I've got some old boxes laying around or something, I'll you know take them not apart, but just you know undo them and cut a slit down the side. And I use cardboard and just put the use my windshield wipers to to put that on there. Yeah, like and, do uh, the dog food you know, sack overnight. Yeah, because boy, that's always it's rough. I mean. It's, I, and and the the new windshield scrapers, the, the plastic ones, sometimes on the wicked ice, they just break. I've gone through so many of those. You know, you buy a nice one with a brush on one end, yeah. and you know it'll it'll shave and haircut too if you ask it to. <laughs> but the the actual business end that has the scraper with the little teeth on it, it breaks. They crack if you've got a good layer of ice. So that's that's the worst. And I am worried about power outages because boy. Yeah. With these kind of cold taps, it's not going to take long for pipes to freeze, you know, out at the outer edges of a home if, if there's uh, an extended power outage. So I'm praying that that doesn't happen. We also got a text from a FedEx driver saying, man, uh, if, you, if you want Santa's Christmas presents, please be cool today because I do have to be out on the road. Can you imagine? And we've had, it was a couple years ago, we had a FedEx truck on I-70 completely burned down, lost all the packages. So a lot going on. Please. Yep. Be careful is what authorities are asking us to tell you, amongst uh, other things. Randy Tobler hosts the Randy Tobler Show 
weekdays, 4 o'clock here on the show. Your reaction to Zelensky. Got to hear some of your show uh, yesterday. Saw some of the interaction with your audience. What was kind of the takeaway from the Tobler show yesterday? Or this well, morning he, as you've seen yeah, Zelensky he, speak? Right. We were. I think we were anticipating the, the, the speech, which was pretty much what everyone thought it would be. It would be, thank you and give me some more. Right. I mean, that's that that was pretty much it. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, there were some good lines in it. I have to commend him for some pretty decent English for a guy that, you know, it's not your native language. Um, I, I was more, I guess, disappointed at the congressional response. You'd have thought that this was Barack Obama in, you know, inauguration 2009 speaking. I mean, they were rising to their feet every other minute. And um, it's just um, where's the accountability for this money? I understand. I think the Neville, Ch- Neville Chamberlain history will probably, you know, uh, be a little sobering thought for those that think we shouldn't have any involvement in there, uh, over there. But, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay with helping, helping uh, defeat a bully. But it seems as though he recognizes and, of course, was doubling down on that, making that trip, uh, you know, like, what, 302 days into this thing, that uh, if we don't come through, um, all is lost for Ukraine. So he he made an impassioned speech. I thought it was a remarkable and newsworthy one, but it's not going to change the, the the calibration of what most Americans think, whether they're for it or against the aid. Daily DC rundown this morning. We do it every morning, six twenty-five. Stephanie was uh, quoted Zelensky is uh, uh, when it comes to funding stuff in Ukraine. He had kind of an interesting comment. He basically said, "This isn't charity; it's an investment." When but- you when- <laughs> This isn't, hey, we want a bunch of money, but it's not a charity. We're not asked. This is an investment ultimately for worldwide peace. How does that strike you, Randy? Well, I mean, look, it, a lot of the friends of Zelensky are friends of investments in solar panels and windmills. So they call everything, uh, all the pork spending in this omnibus bill, that's the way the Democrats and, frankly, yes, some Republicans refer to all government spending. It's, it's an investment. Well, I don't know exactly how it's helping me. But like I said, I, I think it is an investment in um, sending messages to Xi Jinping, to the tyrants in Iran, to uh, little Kim in uh, North Korea. So I think it's, a, it's not going to be a tangible investment unless we can maybe trade some, some future food from the breadbasket of Europe, which is Ukraine, uh, to, to us. But I, don't, I doubt this is ever going to get paid back. I mean, Brian Hansen and I have talked about it, my producer, about... Well, could this be a loan? Well, what, you know, how are you going to collect on this? That country's decimated. In fact, they're probably going to expect, and the, and the country will, our country will probably give some Marshall Plan type of, uh, you know, investment in rebuilding them should they win all or most of their territory back. Okay. Randy Tobler joining us, host of the Randy Tobler Show, weekdays, um, four o'clock. I saw, so yesterday on the, uh, uh, on our show, we covered words and phrases Stanford doesn't want you saying anymore, like words like grandfathered or don't use, uh, what is it, uh, beating a dead horse, uh, grandfather. Just, uh, it, it, it continues to go overboard, and I heard you covering that, the, the woke district. Yeah. And, and it, I thought of it again today because now the Los Angeles Times says we need to do away with, when it comes to Oscars, we need need to do away with the best actress category because it's sexist and like oh my god oh my god do these people do you do they sit do i swear to god there's got to be people that sit around and go yeah hmm what what is it that offends people because inherently here's my belief is why i get offended when you people are not inherently offended let's say it's a non-christian they see a christmas tree I don't think they're offended. I think is what happens is people, you know, that's Christian and it shouldn't be out in the public square and it shouldn't be in a... And then they go, 
Yeah, man, that I should be mad about that. I really don't believe for the most part, inherently, people are offended by these things. People sit around and come up, here's why you should be offended by it. What did you find particularly interesting about this? Well, no, you're right. Look, look. I think that everyday Americans who are out there just trying to pay the bills and make a living and spend a little time with their families, whether it's Christmas time, Thanksgiving, you know, Easter or any other time, just trying to gut it out. They, they know the truth. They're common sense people, 99% of people. They just don't happen to be in power centers like the media are in Washington, D.C. I mean, look, I, for, the, for the life of me, I, I can't figure out why is it that in this country where, you know, we're not supposed to say grandfather or master bedroom, God forbid, you know. Why is it that this time of year, I probably had more of my Jewish friends wish me a Merry Christmas than some of my Christian friends. And not that there's anything wrong with my Christian friends not doing that, but my point is most, and I, and I freely, you know, people are, people are generally pretty cool about what is important to people. And, you know, I'm probably not going to go out of my way if, if, the, if the barista at Starbucks, you know, is a transvestite or a transgender mm -hmm. and, you know, make some hateful comment. But on the other hand, I'm going to call a spade a spade. I'm going to call my master bedroom my master bedroom. I'm going to, my granddaughter's going to call me grandfather or, yeah. or grandpa, you know. And uh, you, Stanford, by the way, says you can't use brave because that, that connotes savagery. I mean, where are we getting what? at here? This is just crazy. It's just absurd. The Atlanta Braves, huh? Can't say it. Uh, and we shouldn't use the phrase, well, you're tone deaf. We should say you are unenlightened. Or, or, or you're an idiot. <laughs> it's just, uh, I really think people sit around and, and they think of, yeah. you know, you need to be offended. I wasn't yeah. offended by it before, but now that you told me to, I want to, can I do this real quick? I, I, I want to highlight something of all people, and I think I, I at least agree with what this person is saying. And it kind of ties into what we're talking about, but it's dealing more with kids. This is Michelle Obama talking about letting your kids live their lives. We don't help our kids, especially these days, practice their way through their fear, their anxiety. Our generation of parents, we try to prevent them from feeling it at all. Yeah. You know, that's the helicopter part of it. Yes. And I talk about how my mother and father deliberately tried to push us towards fear because or, or push us through the fear. Because they knew what it looked like to be stuck in your sameness, stuck in your difference. So she's saying, what I hear anyway, uh, you know, sometimes things happen. Uh, experience that and then grow and the next time you will have the experience. And I think, but I think she gets the terminology wrong. And I had heard this earlier this year and I hadn't really heard it before, but apparently it's a thing. And we talk about how everyone knows helicopter mm. parents, but that's different than snowplow parenting. And that's what people are doing today. And what they're doing is, you know, my kid will not face any obstacles. Yep. I will clear their path and then they don't learn to become a problem solver so i think you know i i get her sentiment but i think she's wrong when she says helicopter parents because what we really are facing is a crisis of snowplow parenting yeah so she got the terminology wrong but the idea the premise is let your kids experience and yeah sometimes life hurts but experience that don't shield us from that well, but don't you think at the same time there's a bit of some uh, blind spot there? I mean, <laughs> when she said early in the administration that it wasn't until her husband that was elected president that she was proud of her country, she was part of the whole minority uh, victimization cult that is 
some in the black movement and some in the transgender movement and some in the gay movement. They're vocal and they tend to actually be a minority. But they create that fear and that anxiety. And, you know, when you're walking down the street, if you see a white person, oh, watch out. They Mm -hmm. might, oh, if a cop pulls you over, you're going to watch out. Oh, they're after you. So, you know, stop creating the fear, maybe, Michelle, and let them deal with the normal fears of, you know, duking it out on their, on the playground with the other boys when they have a little spat over who, you know, who, who, jumped on the fumble on the football field. You know, let, let's... Uh, well, it's let's, that parenting, and it's like a lot of the progressive progressive governance, and you can look at what happened yeah. during COVID. Well, COVID shut these... No, COVID didn't shut businesses down. It was progressive leaders. And, and my take was, and maybe it was wrong, but it was honest to goodness my take. You know what? You have given all the people the information. Here's COVID. Here's what it could do. Here's what it can't do. Here's what you can do to help protect yourself. You go out and make your own decisions. Instead... The, 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 the progressive governance snowplowed us so mm-hmm. that we wouldn't experience... Well, you might... Anyhow, Randy Tobler. What's coming up on the Tobler? I know it's kind of early, but when you go, when you crawl into this studio, 4 o'clock this afternoon, what are you going to be covering on your show? We're going to be talking with Patrick Ishmael from the Show Me Institute. They've issued a... Oh, I can't say a white paper, can I? I have to say a position paper, according to Stanford, um, that, uh, you know, on health care and health care reform and transparency. And I actually may have a few embellishments and refinements to offer on their position, but maybe I have a little bit to say about that. So we'll have a fun talk with him. And then Breck Dumas will join us at uh, 5 o'clock to talk about some stories she's been writing on the Fox Business Digital. Uh, Breck Dumas, she's a, uh, a, a local gal, used to be a part of the Wake Up Mid-Missouri family for, uh, for quite right? some time. Yeah. Randy Tobler, look forward to your show 4 o'clock this afternoon. Uh-huh. 93.9 The Eagle and 104.5 News Radio 950 KWS. Coming up, what's hot with Hannah is what's kicking with Chris. Chris, what do you have for us today? Uh, more sports. Typically, we do What's Hot with Hannah. She is back next week, so we've been doing What's Cooking with Chris. Chris Mitchell. Host what's kicking? What's, what's cracking? Kickin', what's, what's cooking? Yeah, anyway, whatever you want to call it, because it's temporary anyway. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, but, but for next time you're in, we can call it What's Kicking. What's cracking? <laughs> we'll keep what's, pork chopping it. What's cooking with Chris? What do you got for us? Uh, only one real thing on my mind today, and that's bragging rights, baby. Mizzou, Illinois, basketball at the Enterprise Center tonight at 8 o'clock. It's going to be a big one, man. If Mizzou wins this basketball game, really what you have to do is just just count the wins until the March season. And then by then, this is kind of what you need if you're a young upstart team. You want to get a good ranked win. Illinois is like top 10 in the country right now, top 10 or top 15. If they win this ball game, ooh, buddy, you're going to have to start talking about that March tournament for Mizzou basketball, which is crazy in year one for uh, any team in general, but just in a team in the SEC where it's really tough to win. It's something I'm going to be keeping my eyes on. Something I'm going to be looking very respectfully at. So tap and in. The, uh, and are they called? It's Illinois. Do, are they still called the Fighting Illini? Or did Stanford yep. say we can't? So they are called the Fighting Illini. That's right. Uh, I usually just call them Illinois, though. Illinois, and they're they're a ranked team now. Mizzou had a chance to do exactly what you were talking about. What almost uh, a couple of weeks ago against yep. Kansas? That didn't. It man, we was were, not pretty. Not yeah. Not only did it not not ma- great. Period. Materialize. It didn't go the way we wanted it. Uh, but, yeah, it was not pretty, uh, is, is a polite way of putting it to back our local kids. I'm so excited, they got another chance. Yeah, no, I'm excited for tonight. We kind of had a little schedule of what our family was planning to do with extended family, and this this made it. I'm like, we got to cheer on Mizzou tonight. I've been looking forward to it. We don't anticipate anything with regard to the weather or anything in them, right? Not from what I could tell, no. Okay. I think it's still going on tonight at the Enterprise Center. Same time, all that jazz. Yay. And Mizzou, what is Mizzou, 9-1? 
Nine and one, yep, or either nine and one and ten and one. I can't remember. So we've got the uh, loss against uh, Kansas. We do have that pretty cool win over the weekend over the University of Ooh, Central yeah. Florida. That last, last second, almost hail mary, bank open basket. Uh, coming up, a few minutes from now, John. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> what did I do? Oh, I keep Brandon is letting you down. Your favorite toy. <laughs> Brandon lost his favorite toy this morning, and he's all off. Uh, and what the heck is a what's a Gasparilla? Mizzou and the Gasparilla Bowl this week. I think it's in that something you put in root beer. You hear what I hear? It's Psycho. Who wrote that? Said the little lamb to the shepherd boy. <laughs> I think the shepherd boy's been in the field a little too long, don't you? Talking to the sheep. <laughs> Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to tell the mighty king. Huh? Yeah, it kind of uh, kind of makes sense. Welcome into Wake Up Mid Missouri, ninety three nine Eagle, one zero four five News Radio, nine fifty KWOS. I am Brandon Rather, joined by Stephanie Bell, John Marsh, Brian Houseworth is here too. Uh, and I wanted to highlight this, since Stephanie had been gone for a few days, wanted to make sure that you did not miss this. One of our listeners, she has uh, she has a little boy. His name is Ollie. And Ollie is, uh, he's autistic. But every morning, he's been doing this for several years now, according to this mom. Mom's name is Mandy. And she says every morning they have surround sound in the house and they put on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Because mom and dad listen to the news. And, and occasionally they would go and switch stations. But Ollie didn't like that, apparently. Um, so they started listening to Wake Up Mid-Missouri all the time and then started watching it on YouTube. And so the mom sends along a very nice message that just wanted to thank you guys for some, re- for some reason. I always like that. I don't know why, but this guy likes you. Five-year-old. So he sent us along a message. Um, and you can hear you can hear Brian Houseworth doing news in the background. Hi, Brandon and Stephanie. <laughs> Five-year-old Ollie. Hi, Ollie. Merry Christmas. But his mom was saying, and, and I'm being serious about this, something about the tone of the voices on the show or something. I don't know, but I just thought it was fascinating. We will also read you a bedtime story. Coming up at 7.55 here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Med medicine shortages, especially as it relates to kids. And finally, the dramatic conclusion. What is John Marsh's all-time favorite Christmas toy? What is your favorite Christmas toy of all time? The Trump tax returns. No, um... (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me. I remember being a kid and I got a slot car set. Mm. Slot cars. That and was... I looked them up online recently and they're worth hundreds of bucks now. Of I just asked Brandon what his favorite was and he said the exact same thing. Wow. It's hilarious. Your all-time yes. favorite toy is the same thing. And he had the yellow trigger and everything. And every year we'd get one for Christmas and every year we'd open it up and for hours... Mom and Dad would sit there and play with it. They wouldn't let us kids play with it. We, Mom, Dad, well, we got to test it. Make sure it's uh, make sure it's uh, safe. Incidentally, and I want to get into a big discussion. I, I don't like electric cars. Somebody asked me the other day, "How come?" Had a bad experience with the slot cars, I guess. <laughs> but no, there's a good question. How come you don't like electric cars? I really didn't have a good answer. I used to think they won't work and all that, and I've driven one before, and it's pretty cool and everything. Uh, but. And I think people say, well, it's just not possible. Uh, 
and when I say, well, we said it's not possible to go to outer space, it's not possible for us to fly in airplanes, we've done all that at Second Hat, and I believe that about electric cars. I don't, please don't misunderstand me. I'm not for electric cars. I am really not. The, the latest technology, and I actually heard about this about a year ago, never did anything with it, but there are companies, uh, and uh, uh, this is according to Business Insider. There are companies that are now building roads, and they have test tracks, especially in Michigan, where the big three automakers are. Uh, it'll be a road. It's almost like a slot race car track. Yeah, okay. Cool. So it won't have slots, but the roadway apparently will charge electric vehicles, whether they're in motion or at a stop, through a process called inductive charging, which is, uses uh, magnetic frequency to transfer power from metal coils that are buried under the road to a special receiver under the side of an electric uh, vehicle. Is that kind of like a, some of the phone chargers? Even though it's not plugged, you can set it onto something and it's... Like osmosis? I don't know. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, and again, I'm not in favor of those. I'm just letting you know that's out there. 874-9390. Chuck, what's up, buddy? Hey, uh, you, uh, you kind of talk like you never whisper before. You whisper all the time. <laughs> hey Chuck, we appreciate the phone call, yeah. man. You have a good day, bud. We appreciate you. Very cool. So, sorry. Um, <clears throat> so that's happening. Uh, Gifts. Stephanie, uh, your favorite toy as a child? I always loved like a journal or stationery or like a planner. And what's hilarious is do you do you know what's on my eight year old's Christmas list? Like a whiteboard calendar, which <laughs> is your favorite toy, I think. Let me tell you something. <laughs> a couple months ago, you know, always working to do things better. And and I get this, and, and I'm still working on it, but people would complain. You know, you say you're going to talk about this coming up, and then you forget. And I blame that. Uh, the blame lays directly at the feet of Stephanie and Hannah. because. Uh, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> Because, let them get away with it. <laughs> because, right, they forget to remind me, hey, Brandon, you said you were going to talk, and I forget. So, anyhow, I got this little whiteboard. Now, if you're watching on our YouTube channel, which you can do every morning, it's just a little whiteboard, dry erase. This thing almost works wonders for me. But, yeah, whiteboard. Uh, I lost it for a minute this morning, and you were having... A moment. You were uh, nervous. I, I couldn't find it, and I was pretty sure somebody was uh, was screwing with me. Can I guess for Brian? Was the is it the WWE action figures? What's your favorite toy? That <laughs> would have to be up there near the top, but um, that would be near the top. But there's a three way tie for uh -oh. um, in my mom. Any anything my mom and dad need now, I take care of them because we we grew up. We didn't have a lot of money, but they always got me toys. So I'm going to go with the WWF wrestlers. I had almost all of them. I think all of them. I still do. Um, they're amazing. Cool. I also had the McDonald Land Toyland Playland set from 1976. Ooh. I had a very serious surgery um, that was very, very serious. Thank God, God took care of me, and uh, it was twenty-five dollars in 1976. That was a lot of money, and my grandmother said, "Get him the toy, and I will take care of it." And she did. God, God rest her soul. 
that toy, and I had the 1979 electronic football where you plugged in the football field, and I had the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers, and Dad and Mom got me enough money, I was able to get the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Giants, the Philadelphia Eagles, <laughs> and the, um, who am I with? Maybe the Washington Redskins. But you plug them in, and these football players would actually go on a football field. All those are great toys, and uh, I enjoyed them. Uh, and weather, we are in mid-Missouri. We've even been getting recent. We know the snow and, and the cold, and authorities are telling us to pass along to you. Please be careful. Well, there were MoDOT, just MoDOT, short a thousand drivers. Uh, but the big thing is going to be the wind and the cold and the power. Anything new? There is a couple things okay. new very quickly. Number one, the temperatures have dropped significantly. And I was just outside, Brandon, to do another quick video. We started this morning when Brandon and I came in. We were about 36, 37 degrees. We're at 19. It keeps dropping. We're going to be at minus 5. So that temperature is dropping. Freezing rain is sticking. And it's, it's this is a surprise. We thought it would be more of the snow. The snow is going to come in behind it. That's going to make it even worse. So two other things. The Columbia police are urging everyone, they've said this several times, do not leave your vehicles running while unattended. I can hear it on the scanner. Some of you are warming your cars up. Those cars are, done, are, are not locked. Do not do that because we obviously have to be careful. And Columbia Parks has closed every single one of their parks. Every trail was closed, every restroom. So if you think you're going to be able to use a warm restroom, they're closed at least till the 27th. Um, da -da, da -da, thank you, and Brian, thank you. Uh, working hard to keep us uh, updated this morning. So it's the cold, and it is the wind, and it is the lack of personnel. Uh, so we talk about lack of personnel, like, hey, you know, just try to make this as easy for us as possible. Uh, I think if, Stephanie, you know what, if you were a child nowadays, I think this would be one of your favorite toys. Uh, the chat GPT program. Have you heard of this? I have. What is this exactly? It's um, artificial intelligence that writes for you. Um, and apparently you can cheat using it. Um, <laughs> so the uh, you can you can ask it questions. It doesn't really do current events or news, but like generally um, uh, just any topics, business, um, coding. It writes music, lyrics, poems. And in this case, the Wall Street Journal basically said, hey, you think we could like... Can can this thing do my homework for me? And so they did. They they tried. Uh, they wanted it to write their AP English essay. They submitted it to a teacher, and basically, it didn't get an A, but they passed. And, and thinking, nobody nobody knew that she cheated. And, yeah, and actually, there are programs out there: Google Classroom, Grammarly, some other ones. Turn it in um, that you can run a person's essay through if you think they cheated. And none of them are really good enough yet to pick up on the AI writing of the essays. So hmm. if you're a teacher, like, uh, yeah, how do you, how do you, because I think here they wanted like a, a 500 to a hundred, you know, on a, some books. So you can say like, write me a 500 word essay on this book or this movie or whatever. And, um, and it, it, it did a pretty good job. Um, and so, yeah, if you're an English teacher and you're thinking, uh, you know, this seems awfully smart for Brandon. I don't know about this. <laughs> you so know, I'm it. sure they get like an inkling, yeah. right? Like, uh, this just seems out of character. That but, Rather kid highly overperforming. What happened there? Sounds yeah. like a sounds like a line from a Terminator. <laughs> Skynet has become self-aware. Right. And then there's other, I mean, besides essays, you think, and I hated this part of college, and it didn't happen till later, but you had like these weird chat rooms and post boards and stuff, and you had to like interact with your 
fellow classmates about a certain topic and i was like oh give me a break um but apparently they also the ai was able to kind of generate like classroom discussion like hey somebody asked this give me some post to post on here so we could do something like so you could tell it uh the program however it works to do a one paragraph two paragraphs on inductive charging Probably. In a few minutes from now, we might have something on inductive charging. I will try for you, yes. That works. 874 Mike is in Ashland this morning. What can we do for you, Mike? Okay, now who told you I was calling from Ashland? <laughs> <laughs> what can I do for you, man? That is, that is true, actually. Uh, okay, so two things about the... Um, that inductive charging, that road you were talking about. Yeah, so here's the, the story, apparently, and I'd seen this a while ago and kind of dismissed it, but now Business Insiders, uh, uh, roadway is, uh, Big Three are working on a roadway that charges your vehicle as you drive, kind of like the old racetracks, Mike, that probably you and I played with uh, as kids. It's called inductive charging. What do you know about inductive charging? Well, okay. Um, let me let me start with the smart roadway uh, stuff first, because I remember, and I think it was probably thirty years ago when I was in Virginia. I believe it was the University of West Virginia had const- had uh, constructed part of a highway uh, where they w- had fitted cars, and the cars would drive uh, hands free, and you know, uh, basically being guided by. Uh, signals along the road. Uh, so, uh, then they were gas powered cars, but, uh, that was being done then, but it wasn't doing the charging because they weren't electric cars. But, uh, but inductive charging, uh, has been around for quite a while and probably most people, you know, have it available in their house in their electric toothbrush. Really? Oh. Huh. Yeah, think about it. There's no physical connection there. So that's crazy. Um, right. When I worked in Newport News Shipbuilding back uh, in the late '90s, we were looking at that type of technology for uh, connecting payload modules to uh, wow. submarines, Man. Uh, not huh. having to have any uh, physical connection underwater. Mike, I gotta get going. Run out of time. Thank you for taking time out of your day to be a part of the show and be safe today. Okay, bud. Okay. So electric cars. That what they sound like. Uh, So, interesting story. Just so you know, I'm not a fan of electric cars, but somebody did ask me the other day, so what is it that you dislike about electric cars? Well, my first answer, well, uh, range anxiety. He said, what else is it you don't like about them? I I didn't really have any good answers. I don't like the fact that the federal government is doing everything they can to force manufacturers to to make us uh, buy them. That's the way it's going. So, anyhow, a story from... Uh, Business Insider, and I've seen this before, I didn't do much with it, but uh, I keep seeing it. Business Insider reports uh, on something called, it's inductive charging, but roadways. There's some test tracks in Michigan uh, that allows roadways to charge electric vehicles, whether they're in motion or at a stop, through a process called inductive charging. It uses a magnetic frequency to transfer power from the metal coils. And we had a caller just say, this inductive charging, there's a lot of it anyway in our daily, uh, daily lives. Stephanie wants for Christmas this program 
Uh, and, and basic, and wh- how would you bottom line this program? You tell it to type a paper for you, and it will do it. It will write statements for you. It's artificial intelligence that I've been watching here. It is crazy. So as an experiment, uh, Stephanie gave it a command. I did. I first I just said, tell me about inductive charging, and it just explained generally. But then I said, hey, let's get more specific. I said, give me 200 words about car inductive charging. And this is not a Wikipedia. This is not where you're going and finding information. You are giving it a command, write me a paper talk about something like that yeah and it, it'll tweak based on you know so then they got very m- much more specific about cars in, in particular so it gave me kind of a summary paragraph and then it said how how it's done a car charging pad is typically installed in the ground either in a dedicated charging station or in a parking spot the vehicle is equipped with a corresponding coil typically located underneath the car when the vehicle is parked over the charging pad the electromagnetic field causes the current to flow through the vehicle's coil charging its battery then it gives me two more paragraphs um, basically on the uh, pros and cons of ch- charging and the benefits. I bet it's pretty cheap. <laughs> no, that is the con is that it tends to be more expensive. However, they did say that, um, A, obviously you don't have to like plug in. And then B, the, uh, one of the other pros, which I didn't realize was they said like it, it's faster than traditional charging methods, which I thought was interesting because I would have thought it would have been, I don't know why I would have thought it had been slower, but I guess I, mean, I think like. constantly, the, char- like if you're driving, it's constantly, I guess, I don't, I ain't no scientist. It says inductive charging allows for the transfer of higher levels of electricity. Okay. I don't know. But I know like if you, you know, if you have to plug your Tesla in at home, like to a regular, like you're stuck there all day. I mean, it is a slow process unless you have one of the the actual chargers installed in your house. So um, yeah, if you need a little essay on inductive charging, but think about it in the context of business. Um, And I know we're running out of time, but like website, like say you're like, I need 200 words about, um, you know, the powers of radio. Uh, and or, or whatever. And, and you know, no one likes to put copy on their website like, oh, I got to write about my business or the services we provide, you know, 